I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of me. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, That's every Sunday, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, five percent, five percent. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. Five p.m. Hey, everybody. I know it's supposed to be Pam Daska's Comedy Clubhouse, which hasn't happened for a while. But uh, listen to Flat Black Plastic. And if you haven't listened to that in the past, it's every Saturday from noon to two. So check that out now.
Black Black Plastic Mutiny Radio. Dot FM.
question with an answer in the early morning hours. As the streets of Tai Po come to life, one man is already hard at work, practicing a dying art. from now, 10 years from now, no one in Hong Kong will, will yeah. remember how to do this. Yeah. He has been doing this since 1945. He learned this from his father. This is nearly all that remains of a once powerful tradition. One old man's tiny flower-covered workshop in a cramped apartment on the top floor of an unremarkable building. And why not when there's like less than free stuff doing in this line, traditional stuff. After he retired, no one to continue his business. Under faded photographs of his mother and father from whom he learned his craft, he makes noodles as he was taught to do many years ago. Just two types of flour? Yeah. Duck eggs? And sodium water to add some bite to the noodle, and then he's gonna use the bag. beautiful things I've ever seen. A bamboo pole, an ancient workbench. It's disfiguring, making noodles this way, where the bamboo meets flesh. And young men don't want to do that to themselves, he explains. But to do otherwise is unthinkable, he says. It's really interesting that he's not mixing, that he's just keep pushing and pushing. Maybe that's why the density of the noodles come from, the, the, the trueness in your mouth. I know there's all sorts of technological terms for what's going on here, like developing of glutens. We're talking flour, yeah. eggs, water. Water. Yeah. But, but by the way he's handling this, that's all that it's in the world. Mm. 2,000 years of trial and error, you get it. Chef Bobby is the best of the bunch.
College, 54. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I lift my lids and all is born again. I think I made you up inside my head. The stars go waltzing out in blue and red. An arbitrary blackness gallops in. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I dreamed that you bewitched me into bed and sung me moonstruck, kissed me quite insane. I think I made you up inside my head. God topples from the sky, hell's fires fade, it's seraphim and Satan's men. world drops dead. I lift my lids and all is born again. I think I made you up inside my head. The stars go waltzing out in blue and red. An arbitrary blackness gallops in. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I dreamed that you bewitched me into bed and sung me moonstruck, kissed me quite, kissed me quite insane. I think I made you up inside my head. God topples from the sky, hell's fires fade. Exit seraphim and Satan's men. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I fancied you'd return the way you said, but I grow old and I forget your name. I think I made you up inside my head. I should have loved a thunderbird instead. you'd return the way you said but I grow old and I forget your name I think I made you up inside my head my head I should have loved a thunderbird instead at least when spring comes they roar back again I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead I think I made you up inside my head that summer too Harper's magazine
held out a hand to Doreen, and without a word, they both started to jitterbug, still hanging on to their glasses. I sat cross-legged on one of the beds and tried to look devout and impassive like some businessman I once saw watching an Algerian belly dancer. But as soon as I leaned back and back against the wall under the stuffed rabbit, the bed started to roll out into the room. So I sat down on the bearskin on the floor and leaned back against the bed and said, started to jitterbug, still hanging on to their glasses, glasses. I sat cross-legged on one of the beds and tried to look devout and impassive like some businessman I once saw watching an Algerian belly dancer. But as soon as I leaned back against the wall under the stuffed rabbit, the bed started to roll out into the room. So I sat down on a bearskin on the floor and leaned back against the bed instead. My drink was wet and depressing. Each time I took another sip, it tasted more and more like dead water. Around the middle of the glass, there was painted a pink lasso with yellow polka dots. I drank to about an inch below the lasso and waited a bit. And when I went to take another sip, the drink was up to lasso level again. Out of the air, Lenny's ghost voice boomed. Why, oh why, did I ever leave Wyoming? The two of them didn't even stop jitterbugging during the intervals. I felt myself shrinking to a small black dot against all those red and white rugs and that pine paneling. I felt like a hole in the ground. There is something demoralizing about watching two people get more and more crazy about each other, especially when you're the only extra person in the room. It's like watching Paris from an express caboose heading in the opposite direction. Every second the city gets smaller and smaller, only you feel it's really you getting smaller and smaller and lonelier and lonelier, rushing away from all those lights and that excitement at about a million miles an hour. Every so often, Lenny and Doreen would bang into each other and kiss and then swing back and take a long drink and close in on each other again. I thought I might just lie down on the bearskin and go to sleep until Doreen felt ready to go back to the hotel. Then Lenny gave a terrible roar. I sat up. Doreen was hanging on to Lenny's left earlobe with her teeth. Let go, you bitch! Lenny stooped, and Doreen went flying up onto his shoulder, and her glass sailed out of her hand in a long, wide arc and fetched up against the pine paneling with a silly tinkle. Lenny was still roaring and whirling round so fast I couldn't see Doreen's face. I noticed in the routine way you noticed the color of somebody's eyes that Doreen's breasts had popped out of her dress and were swinging out slightly like full brown melons as she circled belly down on Lenny's shoulder, thrashing her legs in the air and screeching. And then they both started to laugh and slow up. And Lenny was trying to bite Doreen's hip through her skirt when I let myself out the door before anything more could happen and managed to get downstairs by leaning with both hands on the banister and half sliding the whole way.
Walking has never phased me. I just set out in the right direction, counting the blocks under my breath, under my breath. And when I walked into the lobby of the hotel, I was perfectly sober, and my feet only slightly swollen. But that was my own fault because I hadn't bothered to wear any stockings. The lobby was empty except for a night clerk dozing in his lit booth among the key rings and the silent telephones. I slid into the self-service elevator and pushed the button for my floor. The doors folded shut like a noiseless accordion. And my ears went funny. And I noticed a big, smudgy-eyed Chinese woman staring idiotically into my face. It was only me, of course. I was appalled to see how There wasn't a soul in the hall. I let myself into my room. It was full of smoke. At first I thought the smoke had materialized out of thin air as a sort of judgment. But then I remembered it was Doreen's smoke and pushed the button that opened the window vent. They had the windows fixed so you couldn't really open them and lean out. And for some reason, this made me furious. By standing at the left side of the window and laying my cheek to the woodwork, I could see downtown to where the UN balanced itself in the dark like a weird green Martian honeycomb. I could see the moving red and white lights along the drive and the lights of the bridges whose names I didn't know. The silence depressed me. It wasn't the silence of silence. It was my own silence. I knew perfectly well the cars were making a noise and the people in them and behind the lit windows of the buildings were making a noise and the river was making a noise, but I couldn't hear a thing. The city hung in my window, flat as a poster, glittering and blinking, but it might just as well not have been there at all for the good it did me. The china-white bedside telephone could have connected me up with things, but there it sat, dumb as a death's head. I tried to think of people I'd given my phone number to so I could make a list of all the possible calls I might be about to receive, but all I You see, you see, you see, you see, one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, girls, let's rock that. Five, five, baby, tell me everybody's side. DJ spinning, I said, my, my, flash is back. Five, five, baby, tell me everybody's side. DJ spinning, I said, my, my, flash is back. Flash is back, flash is back. Flash is cool, Francois, c'est pas, flash ain't our due. You see, one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, girls, let's rock that.
kind of fat if i was losing any more weight i'd look like an undercover cop and we'd we'd all be real nervous we'd have our masks on vax cards stapled to our forehead we'd be nervous so really i stay this fat for you and your and your comfort so you're welcome you're all very welcome the cardiac arrest that's on the way is for you and you are you are welcome good oh incredible this covid shit's crazy to me 
bonkers. This vaccine is absolutely incredible. You can walk into any establishment in San Francisco with your vax card. No questions asked. You can come in there uh, coughing up blood and shitting dicks. No problem. As long as you have the COVID card, just bam, just come right in. Cough in my mouth. Please. I beg of thee. Spit in my nose. Thank you. Some of these places I go, I want to lick some of the nostrils I see. So caked up with cocaine, it's bananas. Sorry, it's a preview. That's a preview for you. God bless you. Just don't smoke it, you know what I mean? You'll do great. Once you start smoking it, then all of a sudden you feel like it's normal to not have shoes on a market. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. I used to work on market. We had these big glass front doors you could see right outside on market. Standing up there at the front desk with uh, one of the coworkers and there's a lady outside screaming just to the universe, talking to herself real loud, aggressive. And the coworker of mine, she's like, I feel so bad for her. Why? She's having a great time. She's a crackhead. She's doing crackhead stuff. That's what they do. They have fun. They smoke crack and they go scream at the universe. That's what they do. It's their. It's their. It's it's their hot. It's what they do best. They really enjoy it. It's they're really. It's they're great at it. I feel like when you hear one crackhead screaming out into the universe, they're just talking to another crackhead somewhere across town, telepathically. I wonder if this is this tiny tonight because you're here. Is that? Did she do that? Did she do, did she do this for you? No, I, I'm just busting your balls. I love to see this. Like, you're going to be so fucking famous and so talented if you stick with this shit, dude. Like, if you're not going for fame, just you're going to be very talented regardless. Like, you're already so funny. And God bless, dude. You guys have a great night. I'll see you guys next time I'm out here. Yay! Mark Neuer, everyone. That's the last time we're going to see him in a while. So c clap it up a little louder. Mark Neuer, yay! Oh, we're not giving him, we're not giving him um, feedback. He just performed because we miss him and he's... He's going to get in a thing. He's going to get in a truck and he's going to drive away. He's getting in a big yellow cab. He'll be back someday. Don't worry. Don't worry. He'll be back. That, Mark, that was really, really funny. Yeah, now I'm thinking about uh, licking nostrils. Okay. Uh, your next comedian is a child. No, uh, hey, everybody. It's the Joke Workshop. So the way it works is that we do four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear a horn. Bye, Mark. And then we, you have a minute left. We, had, we do four minutes of critique. There's a microphone out there. There's microphones back here. Um, I take notes. Take notes, you know, and pay attention. And clap your hands wildly for your first comedian of the show, Luca Branches. Yay! Yeah. And I'm, I'm really tired from Halloween yesterday, sprinting around, you know, trying to get candy. It's tiring. I hate it, though. You know, I went to a Halloween party yesterday, right? My friend's Halloween party. As knowing all the moms were telling us, they're like, you're getting too old for this. You know what I mean? Ninth grade, you can't trick or treat anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that, man. I'm not the one who's 45 and wearing a Minnie Mouse costume. Like, I hate, it's so, it's so annoying to me. I, I just hate it, right? And I feel like I can, I'm going to trick or treat till I'm in college. You know, I don't, I don't really care, right? I'm old enough. I'm pretty old now, right? I think I'm old enough to say some bad words, right? Like some of them, and the reason I think that is because when I was younger, when I was like maybe seven, right? 
my sister was telling me like what age you can be to say each of the bad words. She was in eighth grade, right? She was my age, 13. And she was like, okay, hmm. For, you have to be at least in sixth grade to say the S word. You have to be seventh grade to say the H word. And you have to be at least in high school, ninth grade, to say the F word. You know, I was, I was seven and I was like, when can you say the N word? She was like, Ugh. you know, I mean, she, was, she was 13, man. She, she was like, mm, maybe in another life. I don't, I don't really know, you know? Yeah. She was my age, she didn't really know. Yeah, but she went to the same school as me. She's now in college. She went to the same school as me. And I'm the only Indian in my entire school, right? Which means I get stereotyped for many different things, right? Like in social studies class, we, uh, in social studies class, we have to learn about many different religions. And it sucks because whenever they bring up Hinduism, everybody just looks at me. You know what I mean? I see all their white faces just, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, they're looking at me like, I know the entire Bhagwath Gita, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a Catholic school. We're going, you know, it's annoying, right? And I feel like, I feel like in their heads, they're singing. They're like, they're like, he's from India, the jungles of India. I'm like, no, no, no I'm from Walnut Creek. I'm from Walnut you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're saying, he's a Hindu. He only eats vegetables. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I ate a burger yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they're like, he dances with the tigers, the mighty, mighty tigers. I'm like, no, nah, I'm trying to dance with Molly. But, you know, right? Yeah, I feel like, I hate that so much, right? Like, I don't do that to white people. I don't stare, I don't stare at you for your stereotypes, right? Like, if the teacher came, the teacher came and she's like, Today, today we're going to pray because in Los Angeles, there was a school shooting. I'm not like, oh, Robbie, why do you keep doing this? You know, don't do that. I don't like it. Yeah, that annoys, that annoys me. But you know what annoys me even more? It's those the anti-vaxxer kids in my class. Like, not even because they're anti-vaxxers. It's because they're always super political. You know what I mean? Like, they're over-political. Like, it sucks. There's this one girl in my class, right? Her name's Annie. We call her Annie the anti-vaxxer, right? And, you know, she is, she's transphobic, homophobic, Republican, like Trump supporter, obviously, anti-masker, anti-vaxxer, just the whole package, you know what I mean? Like, no. Like, she's just too political, man. Like, she has Cheeto dust on her face and she's talking about abortion? You can't, can't. I'm, I'm trying to eat lunch, not hear about dead babies, you know? Hated. Like, I'm, I'm corrupted from comedy, and she's corrupted from CNN. Does that make sense? Okay, thank you, everyone. Yay! Luca Branches. Oh, you stay up there. It's, um, it's comments and comments for people. Comments. So we have microphones for people. Um, great set, always. And you're constantly working on new material, which is totally amazing. Um, for the 45-year-old Minnie Mouse thing, that's exactly the right concept. But um, Oh, that was just a riff. I didn't right, know. Just a riff, but that, it was great. That, but um, it's a sexy fill-in-the-blank. That's what 45-year-old women dress as. Like, one year I was... Yeah, no, no, I was thinking, like, devil or something. You know, something very... Yeah. I was... Um, one year I was sexy Dora the Explorer. Like, you can be, like, sexy whatever okay, okay. as a 45-year-old woman. And that's funny. Sexy fill in the blank. And I love that. What? Just, I have a question. What's the H word? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Hell. Is it hell? Because first, yeah, it's hell. It's, it's hell. But because first you were like, Sorry. you could say the S word, so I assume that's shit. And then, the, and then I was like, but is hell worse than shit? No, I don't know. That's that's always what I thought when I was young. So that's just oh, how okay. I that's yeah. just so. Just I just I was like the H word. Yeah, I know. What could that be? No. But that that's such a great reveal with the N word. That's very funny. Um, and maybe the only other suggestion I might have is maybe name the anti-vaxxer kid Karen. Okay. Use it as an extra punch. I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. Other comments? Okay, okay. When they all look at you because you're Hindu, um, at school, when they Fish. Uh, what am I, a fish in an aquarium? Yeah, like, yeah, everyone's... The and then also, is Robbie the god of the... Oh, no, no, no. I, that's just a kid in my class. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. There's a white kid named Ravi? Robbie, Robbie. Oh, Robbie. Oh, Robbie. Yeah, not Robbie. Okay. I'll change the name. Is, uh, you're ruining my Lunchables. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Yeah. Annie. Like, yeah. Annie. Uh, oh, use, use for that microphone. Um, yeah, if you job, so you, you go into to Richard's jokes, you talk about being Then you said, you said, Okay. Like, yeah. So you'd be like, well, in reincarnation, maybe when you get and then you could say it. Yeah. Like that could be, and then you can go into your Indian stuff as kind of a bridging idea. And then for the part where like they're singing to you about stuff, you could almost like just for an added punchline, you could make one of them and be like, okay, well that one's true, but still. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. You just kind of kept doing it, and then it was like, oh, I didn't do that, but but I think if you did like a okay. reverse one, where you're like, okay, fine, that one's true, but yeah, still. yeah. Uh, that yeah, that's all I had. <laughs> okay. Yeah, which um. Wait, do you have that other microphone that's out there? It's yeah. I don't know which one it is. This one. Oh, I I don't know which one it is. Okay, it should be live. Okay, cool. So uh, great set. Um, I think I like the idea of you going from being in social studies to becoming a social studies one. Yeah. Looking at you. And then I also like the idea of uh, when they all look at you, you said I was stuck with all this shit. And you said, yeah. hands in a wild slappy like motion for Luca Branches. Yay! Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. I'm going to try to fix some of these microphones and I'm just going to just reset these real quickly. Um, all right. Your next comedian is lovely and hilarious and clap your hands wildly for him. Keep paying attention, taking notes. It's Tim Taylor! Far, far away. I... 
There you go. I yanked, it. I yanked this one. Hey, that one working. Hey, thank you, Raycon. On mic, on mic repair, Raycon. So I'm all. I think <laughs> give it up for Ray. So I'm I'm all I'm all juiced up in my uh, Chiefs uniform. I'm a sports guy. It was a great sports weekend. I was reflecting on my my athletic career. I was a horrible athlete when I was a kid. And I, I, I was on the football team, but the, the position I, I played, I was the designated onside punter. I never <laughs> that's for No, and in baseball I played cleanup, you know? And that just meant that when everybody who played left, I, I cleaned up the area. I made it look really nice. In basketball, I I played cello, basically. I sat on the bench so often. I I did actually I, I did actually there was one time where I won something. I, I was in a swimming competition, and I came in dead last with eight, eight other swimmers and won it because nobody got the butterfly correct. So I came in dead last. Everybody else got disqualified. I swear that's where the guy came up with the idea for Squid Games. Someone was like, what if we killed everybody who didn't do it correctly, and I made it? Oh, yeah, there you go. I mentioned I played cello. You guys heard of incels? Do you know what incels are? And What, what are incels? Right, involuntary celibates because nobody wants to have, no women want to have sex with us, men. I was an incel. I was an involuntary cellist as a child. Yeah, there you go. I played cello, which meant I was a vol cell, voluntary celibate. I was pretty successful because I was the number two cello in our symphony, primarily because there were only two of us who played. And the number one cello guy he was an avowed, this is in Indiana, an avowed vociferous communist who never showered, had dandruff, and would puke if someone was chew, chewing gum in class. And that guy got laid all the time. So <laughs> he was somehow a cellist who was hot. I, uh, uh, so, um, you know, I was in comedy like a decade ago. Actually, I was in comedy, and it didn't go very well. I mean, I was doing pretty well, but I ended up, uh, drugs ended up taking over me. The uh, Getting into an argument about who was going to honk the next rail of Coke was the closest I ever came to being on whose line is it anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we got really drunk one night. Everybody else passed out, and that was the only time I was on last comic standing. I did it both. How about that? A little corporate, a little cor but I was a lost child. I still am kind of a lost child because my mind was really active. Still active today. I, I actually try to meditate to help deal with that. And, uh, you know, I started to meditate the other day. It was a 10-minute meditation. I looked to try and find if I could do it at two times speed. Like, I don't have time for 10-minute meditation. I, be five. I got really pissed because this patience meditation didn't launch fast enough on my Calm app. I'm, like, freaking out about not being able to meditate. Thank you. Um, I was in a business meeting and someone said, let's dot the I's and cross the T's and come up with an action plan and get us rowing all in the same direction. And I seriously wanted to blow my brains out. You guys hate those corporate things. I want to go to certain places where I know I won't hear them. Like in NASA, they're not going to say this isn't rocket science. Oh yeah, I said it. NASA rocket science. I want to, I want to go to a company in Iceland or Alaska where I know they will not say at the end of the day, oh, you got to know that it's dark all day long there. That's what I'm saying. At least at a feminine care product company, you're not going to hear them say, I want to do something on the back of the napkin. And finally, at Monsanto, I'm guaranteed I will not hear anything about organic growth. Thank you very much. That's my time. All your
one. It was a shotgun blast of dad jokes. Thanks, Luke. Shotgun blast to the face uh, with a billion dad jokes, which I think are, are, are very funny um, because th- that just sort of works for you. And then I find it ironic that you're like, you talk about the cocaine and all that stuff and that you're, but you do dad jokes. Uh, maybe there's, uh, first there's a spoiler alert. I haven't seen the Squid Game, but now I know that people die. Maybe there's a way to, um, com- since you were talking about a lot of different things, like whose line is it anyway, maybe there's a joke to call back to Squid Game with whose line is it anyway, like being killed yeah. uh, for yeah. being a bad riffer or something, yeah. like being afraid to be on that show because, you know, like anyways, old shows, what happens when you die or whatever is one thing, but then now in Squid Game, they actually do die. And then um, the corporate cl- cliches were, were lovely. I thought that whole joke was really, like, it was super dad, you know? And okay. I'm super down with that. But there's so much there's so much metaphor and cliche happening that it's, it's almost overwhelming. And you get to make a choice. Like, you're doubling down and just keep going with it. But if you slow it and, like, or if, if there's, like, a catchphrase isn't the right word. But if there's a, sometimes when I'm doing super, super cheesy jokes, I'll, like, mug afterward and be like and like give a look or something and then oftentimes i'll get a laugh off the look i don't know uh okay other comments just four it's better hey tim love you set love it uh a nice energy lots of punchline i felt like i got uh, a bukkake by all your dad jokes and puns uh, brutal. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah. So any, I, I think it was great. I think uh, I I want to hear more about your drug use. I want to hear more about that. I want to hear a little bit more darker side of you because I think there's a lot of material that you could draw from there. And I think uh, you mentioned in passing, but I think it'll it'll ring true for a lot of audience members and for people who have had similar issues. And I think that's where a lot of the content I think may be missing. So don't be afraid to tap into that because I know it's there. And otherwise, great set. Yeah, talk about drugs. Relatable. Is it relatable to be a a fucking crystal meth freak? Sure. I I dabbled in crystal meth for about three months. I mean, not for years and years, but it's... I dabbled. Ah! Hey, what's up, Tim? Uh, Yeah, no, I really, really liked your set. Again, liked your energy and everything. Um... I was just gonna—I was gonna say like the the thing about like whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Um, like adding Squid Game in there, like you could end up with like, man, I wish they had Squid Game right then, <laughs> like fucking blow all these That's like. Well, uh, yeah, but I also like the last like the last riffing with like all the dad jokes and stuff. I think those were each individual one of those could be like a great like little own premise as well if you want to like just like uh I mean they're great as dad jokes obviously, yeah. but like I think that those would be great as like their own individual like nuggets. Yeah, yeah, like if okay. you if you want to like that could be its own set, right? That's great. Um, yeah, yeah, and overall just like good energy, and I think like if you can if you like lean into like really connecting with the audience and stuff like that, that was like I really like that as well. Anytime you're like laughing, you're like yeah, like yeah. getting in people's face. That was that was dope. All right, nice man. All right, clap your hands together, everybody, for Tim Taylor. Sorry, I have to be like super strict on the eight minutes today because we have like 22 people on the list (laughs) and we have a hard stop at 7.55 because there's an eight o'clock show. All right, your next comedian. He's been giving great comments already all night. Put your hands together for Ray Khan. Hi, guys. Hello. How you doing? Happy Monday. Happy to be here. And listen, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, my God, I didn't know Vin Diesel had a skinny 
Very neat older brother, huh? Yeah, that's right. I am skinny and I look like Vin Diesel and I'm a neat freak. So not only am I, fa um, not only am I fast and furious, but I am furiously fastidious, everybody. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, listen, um, this is my face. Get a load of it. Nice. Uh, thank you. Uh, I am what you might call ethnically ambiguous. Um, I look like Vin Diesel traveled the multiverse and fucked a taller, poor man's Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I look like if Vinziz and Zari had access to milk, vitamins, and one of those goddamn stretching machines from medieval times. Yeah, that's right. Uh, truth be told, I am 100% Pakistani, American. Anybody? First generation? Any other Pakistanis in there? Any Pakistani coming in? No? All right. Tough demographic to follow, but that's okay. Um, and that's okay. It's, uh, it's okay because my in-laws who are white say that they reassure everybody that meets me. They say, don't worry, he's the good kind. He's the good kind. And, and it's all right. I understand what they're saying. What they mean by the good kind is that I'm just not a terrorist. Yeah, they're very kind. They're very kind, my in-laws. Um, uh, when I was dating my wife, you know, by the way, I'm having a 25th anniversary coming up in a couple of weeks, so give it up to me. Thank you. Gratuitous applause. Um, uh, when my wife and I were first dating, she didn't know what I was. She was, I was ethnically ambiguous, and uh, so she, she didn't really come out and ask me right away. She was trying to play coy, so she would, she would ask me in a way. She'd be like, so what are you thinking about dinner, Ray? What are you thinking? Are you thinking about maybe... I don't know, you want a taco? You thinking about taco maybe? Huh? How about some lumpia? You like some lumpia? Hey, how about lasagna? Lasagna? You're interested in a lot of your people like, I mean, do you like lasagna? Okay, cool, cool. Oh, fuck it. Let's just go to a luau. A luau is okay. Would you be okay with that? Never gave it up to her. No way. She's like, all right, cool. You're not hungry. Huh? How about a movie? You're thinking about a movie? Cool, man. You want to see Coco? You want to see Coco? No? How about a Pacquiao fight? You want to see a Pacquiao fight? How about a fucking Pacquiao fight? Come on, Ray. How about the Godfather? You interested in the Godfather at all? Huh? Buana? Throw me a bone, man. Throw me a bone. What are you? All right. Well, anyway, she finally figured out who I was, and I was raised Muslim. Anybody else raised Muslim? No? Yes. Don't worry. I'm fine. We're good. We're good. It's been 20 years since shit happened. Um, I am not a good Muslim. I don't pray five times a day, and I do not drink. I do drink every now and then, occasionally. Um, uh, so uh, I'm like a Muslim in the way that Taco Bell is Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, not very, not very Muslim at all. At the end of the night, we're both, uh, we're both instances. We're looking at the mirror, and we're all having an existential crisis, really, really, and a little bit of diarrhea, a little bit of diarrhea sometimes. Uh, so this is my body, everybody. Get a little of this. Thank you. I'm a tall person. And if you want to be woke about it, I'm a person of taller. Right? Right? He, she, uh, sorry, he, him, she, her, they, they. Is it too late to get giraffe, giraffe on with the movement? Is it too late? Please. Giraffe, giraffe. You guys, you guys, everything is low. The sink's low. The, uh, the toilet's low. The shower head's low. Let's get a movement together. Let's hear it for the drafts, huh? Hell no! It's too low! 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 Thank you. That's my time, Pam. Monday. Break on, everyone. Hell no. It's too low. Um, it's a rock block of dad jokes. Yeah.
That was great. Um, your personality and confidence is just like stellar um, today that all of that was just, you were like owning yourself up there, which was great. I love that good, kind Pakistani thing. And I think that that can be a callback too later when you say I'm a Muslim, but I'm the good kind. Okay. So you can call back. And I would even, I'd be like, I, I'd use that good kind, like good kind. I'd actually repeat it as a question. Good, good kind? Like yeah. as in you're incredulous that you're being asked and then... And I thought that new what the foods, what foods in the movie thing and what are you? I thought that was so funny. It's just because you just kept going and going and, and, right. and around like this was that was very funny. Cool. And the only thing I can think of is with um, you're a person of taller. That's mm -hmm. almost like tolerance short. You know, the word like I'm a person of tall well, of taller, but somehow tolerance is another. Yeah. Like you yeah, can yeah. say I'm a person of taller, but not tolerance or just yeah. something. Just, it's just wordplay. But it. you don't have to do that. Whatever. Cool. Uh, okay. Great set, okay. dude. I love Thank the uh, I love the kept mentioning things that uh, you might have to try and discern what uh, what 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 you are. I like the I like the ad on the uh, Aziz Ansari joke. Um, uh, uh, they call the stretching machine. I don't, I don't know whether you're trying to refer to like a medieval one or mm -hmm. like a good one. At, like so they're called racks. Um, <laughs> I, um, and then. Uh, I really like the I, I, I really like the uh, the too low thing you did at the very end with the okay. chance thing, and I, I'd like you then like turn it around into something a little bit more. But it was awesome, dude. You look great. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I also really liked your energy today. Um, I think when you were talking about like bring up like what movies you want to watch, or whatever the Fast and Furious callback is just like waiting oh, right point. there. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know sure. if that might feel too sure. forced for you or whatever, um, but you know you're spending like your first opening bid is all about. Vin Diesel and stuff, and so sure. it's, it's just waiting right there. You got it. The softball. Awesome set. It was always super funny. Um, and I think my only this might be going too far. Um, I might have to leave. But uh, with your like uh, the good kind, like I'm not a terrorist joke. Yeah. You could say, but like I am fighting for a political cause. Kind of like surprise us and connect it oh, with your okay. like fighting. Nice. You know, for like the um, uh, like you know all our shower heads and sure. stuff at the for end. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Um, that was great. I love the, this is my face, this is my body stuff. That's mm -hmm. so funny. Um, I'm curious how you feel about being ethnically ambiguous. They didn't really get a sense for that. And I All feel right. like the emotion, it's an interesting perspective. And I want to hear more about like what jokes can come from your emotions about that. Right. Because okay. um, right. I think there's a lot of room to play there. And then like the struggle with things being too low. I want to hear more about what the struggle is because that feels really ripe for like act outs and great visual jokes. For sure. Yep. Yep, yep. If I had the time, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, and it's dangerous in the shower. If the shower's slippery and you're like trying to get underneath, oh, yeah. like it's just precarious. I barely made it today, Pam. Yeah, it's like a it's like a giraffe on roller skates. <laughs> yeah. Um, good stuff. Like on the first part, I think you could like condense it all down like really quickly. Just say, I'm ambiguous. I look like if uh, Vin Diesel fuck Vin Diesel, and just yeah. really get just combine all your thoughts together. Get skinny in there too, maybe. Right, right. And when you say uh, I'm one of the good kinds, you might throw in like we have a low bar now, or really settling. Uh, like we used to have high standards, and we no longer do. Just like not doing mass murder is like that's good enough these days. Sweet. Right. Awesome. Thanks. Clap your hands together, Thank everybody. You. Hooray! Hooray, on yay! That's how the joke workshop works. All right, your next comedian. Keep doing what you're doing, taking notes and being awesome and paying attention. It's Dylan Yun. Yay! Thank you. I I had a I had a pretty good Halloween weekend. Well, no, it was actually it was all right. It was all right. 
I went to a Halloween party last night. Um, it reminded me a lot of Comic-Con. It's a really long line, sweaty costumes, no girls. Yeah, the ratio was like worse than the Smurf Village because Smurf Vet was actually a freshman in a wig. So, yeah, I mean, it was actually like the only party that got better when the cops showed up. I mean, because they're just wearing costumes anyway, so, you know. But, uh, yeah, the Stanford party scene's pretty bad. The dating scene's even worse, though. Like, it's so bad that, like, these nerds made this computer program to match students up with each other. I'm, I'm not making this up. It's called the Stanford Marriage Pact. And so they email you this long survey, hundreds of questions, and then they take your answers, put them into some advanced linear algebra mathematics, and tell you who you're most likely to give HPV. So I took the survey, it took me a couple hours actually. They ask all kinds of questions, it's very thorough. It's like, what's your orientation? Um, what's your personality like? Do you have any food allergies? And so they give you back a compatibility score with your, other, with your match. So I got mine sent to me, 98% match. That's too much. That's too compatible. I was worried we were gonna be related or something. Uh, that's, too, that's too much. So they send you the compatibility score and just the name of the person so you can stalk them on Instagram. So I pulled up her Instagram, her name's Sarah, and I saw the pictures and I was like, thank God she's hot. <laughs> I mean, we're 98% compatible. I don't know why I'm so surprised. Of course she's gonna be hot. I mean, look at me, right? But um, yeah, no, so she, uh, she's an English major. She's on the rugby team. And so I got lunch with her I don't really think it's gonna work out because I'm not really into English and she's not really into men. <laughs> I mean, if that's something we have in common, you know, we're compatible in that way. But uh, I should have guessed from her Instagram being an English major and on the rugby team. So uh, should have had that one coming. Should have had that one coming. Yeah, let's see. I, uh, I'm, I'm Asian, I don't think I'm a really good Asian. I don't think I represent well. Um, I'm only half Asian and I don't know my right of way rules. When I'm driving on the street and I come up to a four way stop and another car's coming, I just wave them across. People think I'm nice, but I'm just, I'm just scared. I can't afford that insurance premium. You know, I know a lot about a lot of things, but driving is not one of them. If I was on like if I was on, like, who wants to be a millionaire, I would make it all the way through. And if they asked me, like, okay, Dylan, your final question for a million dollars, if two cars are approaching a four-way intersection and one's turning left, who has the right of way? I'd be like, ah, can I phone a friend? And they'd be like, would you like to call your Asian father or your mother, who is a woman? Ah, fuck. And then I'd probably just ask the audience, yeah, do you guys think you're above average drivers? Most most of you think so? Okay, that's statistically improbable. <laughs> Only 50% can be above average, and I think more than 50% of you said that. So when I asked the audience, they'd probably be exactly split because only half of them know what they're talking about. But anyway, that's my time. Thanks so much. Dylan Yoon, everyone. All right. Um... I really I, I enjoyed your the idea of the cops um, 
being there and making it more fun. Maybe there's, I know that Halloween's over, so this might not be helpful at all. But yeah, that, uh, yeah. right. But a drunk act. Uh, but yeah, I guess you could use it as a thing, like as a drunk act out though. Like, are you dressed as a sexy cop? And it's like <laughs> yeah. a real cop or something. What are you, a sexy cop? Um, I like that whole rugby team thing. And only thing I can say as a as a hint is, um, pick a gay lady writer, and do a line like. I should have known, you know, she when she really loved Gertrude Stein. Oh, and, like in her bio or whatever. Right. Was like, okay, I see. But that just, just, right, that she, her, yeah, her, we, we matched and it was strange, you know, but the, it, you can just throw. That's a true story, by the way. Oh, really? I did get matched with a lesbian, yeah. Wow. Did yeah. they, wow. Exactly. But you could I, be, I mean, you're, you would be a very pretty girl. Like if you were, a, yeah. if you were, like you're, Take if you were dykey, you would be, I mean, you're very, you're, no, you're very pretty. <laughs> I, I mean, I've I mean got the hair for it already. Stuff, yeah, I've got the face shape too. You do, you do. You're very pretty. Um, no, he is. Uh, okay, uh, no, other comments. I also think you're very pretty. Thank you. Um, I think the line where um, you uh, you turn at the end with the HPV line is really funny. Okay. You, you take it down its down its path and you just whip it around. That's uh -huh. really that's really nice. And I also think there's somewhere where you can play with the percentages of that lesbian being. Um, uh, being a match with you. She's 98% compatible with you, but 2% is in the chicks or something. Something with that percentage. You can, I see. Yeah. You, yeah, can, yeah. you can figure something out. I'm not smart mm -hmm. to do that. Uh, but otherwise, great set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, yeah. More stuff on playing with percentages. You might say, like, I have to deal with 100% of me all the time. Like, I don't I need see. more uh -huh. of that. Mm -hmm. And. Maybe after you reveal that she's a lesbian, say like, why couldn't the two percent be that she's not into? Like, pick some yeah. trivial thing you're into right. that wouldn't matter. Because like, why couldn't that be the two percent? That, that's a big that... two percent. That's like a weird two percent to yeah. miss. Yeah. So the, yeah, lean into the, to those two things. Well, yeah, and something's good. wrong with that algorithm. I mean, how did it? Exactly. That's right? why I was so There's... confused because they're asking about like your orientation and stuff, and I'm right. assuming to you know get people that match. How did you slip through the algorithm? I don't I... know. I don't know. Um, I don't. Uh, maybe I missed it, but you, so you do the joke where you're like, you're like, it's an algorithm that tells you who you're most likely to give HPV, mm -hmm. and then I, and then I think I did. Was there a point where you were like, no, I'm kidding. Like it's it's for com compatibility with a with your with a partner. Did you say that? No, I I didn't. I don't know I if it's it probably just it seems like it's just me, but for me I was just like you're a little tripped up. I was like, wait, wait. So what is it for? I don't know. I'm just okay. stupid. I don't know. But that okay. that's that was my catch. Um, I I don't know. It, it, the uh, it, it's a little long too, and I think yeah, I feel like I could. Trim I, I was getting off lost a, a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, but the punchline's really good. Like ninety-eight percent compatibility, and the fact that she's a lesbian is very funny. Yeah. But you can find a way to condense it. Dense. Idea. What if the person running the algorithm is like super conservative and it's like pray the gay away person? Oh. That's oh. It's like that's what's wrong with the algorithm. I see. I see. Okay. All right. That's a good thought. Thank you. Pray the gay away. All right, clap your hands together, everybody, for Dylan Young. Yay! All right, your next community. It's Dorian Trung, actually. Is oh, next. Is Dorian? Dorian Trung is number seven. He's not here. Uh, then we'll move on. Sarah, she's, she's here. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for number six. Sarah Guth. Yay! You guys look a bit disappointed. I know. Um, 
I am a white woman and we are the worst. Uh, lots of white women these days trying to be social media influencers. I'm like, guys, want to make a real positive social influence? So I'll do the world a favor and uh, go jump off a bridge. For the gram, obviously. Um, we could snap a group selfie beforehand. Hashtag one big leap forward for women. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Anyone else just tired? You look tired, yeah, yeah. Life is exhausting. Um, like, I don't really want to kill myself, but uh, some days I wouldn't be upset if someone else did it for me, you know? Like, maybe on my way home tonight, um, one of those self-driving Teslas takes me out, you know? Escape my PhD without the shame of quitting, generate some bad press for Elon, because fuck that guy, be it win-win. We all, we all agree that Elon is just human garbage, right? Okay, cool. Um, you know, people said it was too expensive to send our trash to space instead of dumping in a landfill, um, but turns out it works when the trash pays for their own trip. Um, SF bros hate that joke. They're like, Elon's an innovator, like he's solving modern problems. Like, are you sure he's not just creating modern problems? Like, I don't think, um, I don't think Tesla makes up for the carbon emissions from his uh, space and crypto fetishes. That's like if, uh, like Tesla's like if Jeffrey Epstein um, had like, still still like raped young girls, but then paid for their therapy, all right? Like that wouldn't change the fact that uh, he, still, he was still just like a vile sack of shit that should be burning in hell. Um, also like, I think anybody can come up with a solution to a problem. Uh, doesn't mean it's a good one. Like here's an innovation for you. What if we started building public elementary schools on highway median strips? Seriously, like we'd get people to drive slower without having to pay the cops, because fuck the cops, um, and we'd save money on cheap real estate so we'd have more funding for public education. We might lose a few kids, but uh, then we'd save even more money. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, someone told me I should be honest on stage, just be more myself. I'm not sure that was a good idea. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's funny, like, the only people who tell me to be myself are uh, people who don't know me. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, still have a bit of time. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I get, I get really nervous. Uh, I get really weird when I'm nervous. Yeah. I, uh, I hate public speaking almost as much as men love giving unsolicited advice. Um, only women laugh. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Uh, <laughs> Fun fact, uh, that tip to imagine the audience naked. You've heard that one? Yeah, okay. Winston Churchill came up with that one. Yeah. Turns out the secret to an inspiring wartime speech is being a creep. <laughs> so uh, politicians really haven't changed much. Um, I feel like the only real difference is like in today's digital world, they've lost their sense of imagination. Like, maybe Winston could simply look at an audience like yourselves and uh, imagine what was under your clothes. Uh, but based on the number of Me Too scandals in politics today, uh, it really seems like politicians today need to see it first, you know? Uh, but don't worry, picturing the audience naked, really not my thing. Um, I much prefer to picture my audience dead. Uh, just kidding, I mean, I'm an artist, so I'm much more into the process, not the outcome. Um, I mean, you gotta admit, like, murder is a much better strategy than continuing to try to make you all laugh. Like, it's a good strategy, right? Like, these days, all you gotta do is kill, like, more than two people and you're guaranteed to make it onto a Netflix show. Um, okay, that's all I got for now. <laughs> uh, 
Sarah Goth, everyone! Yay! I don't know what happened to my music there. Serial, serial killer at the end there. That was exciting. Um, can you, at the, when you get into that serial killer stuff at the end, is there a way that you can tie that back into your PhD somehow? That's a good Just one. to come full circle. Because you were talking yeah. about wanting to kill yourself, but then you ended up with killing other people. Killed so I think bats. that there might yeah. be a, there's a circular thing happening. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed all of that. Um, I like the way you use words. Um, the vile trash thing. There was a really great line. You have a lot of like words that sound pretty together. Uh, I don't, why is Elon trash? You never like tell us. You tell us why Epstein's trash and we get that. But I'm like, why do you hate him so much? You get I, to the cryptocurrency later and the, and the carbon yeah. offset footprint, but I was like, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to be illuminated as to why, why you're picking a fight with this particular dog. Uh, and I like the idea of these long, thin buildings. Uh, I would want you to describe them a little bit more, the median buildings, like that they're super skinny and that like about like only certain size kids can be in them or... Maybe they I should are, describe, I'm, I'm picturing like a grassy median strip, uh -huh. but I should describe like a bigger, yeah, okay, yeah. Because if, if it was a median strip that was grassy, so that's like three feet, so they would be these weird long classrooms where all right. the kids would be like in a line. This explains it. Can you know, like the big ones that are like, you know, yeah, the East Coast median strips are a lot oh. bigger, so I'm realizing that doesn't make a lot of sense out here, yeah, but that's, that, that's good, the skinny building, I haven't even thought about that, that's a good idea. Uh, uh, so other yeah. comments? Um. Good stuff on, on the first part when you say you want to kill yourself. Well, you want someone else to do it. You might throw yeah. in like, like uh, where's TaskRabbit when you need it? Or like uh, throw, uh, throw in some app yeah. kind of thing. And second, when you say like, I don't want to be more honest on stage, you could extrapolate that to all comics. Like comics should be more themselves. Have you ever met a oh, comic? Yeah. Yeah. And then that That's could get good. a broader That's laugh really out of it. Yeah. It was great. I loved the stuff in the beginning about the uh, kill yourself and being tired. I like that myself a lot. Um, when you're, uh, ex oh, um, you might say have a few examples of we might lose a few kids, uh -huh. like specifically when, when you would lose a few kids. I thought <laughs> yeah, that was a great yeah, line. Yeah. And the Netflix thing, uh, I like what Pam said, but I also was thinking, um, you want to have a Netflix special and tie that in at the okay. end. Yeah. Thank you. That'd be funny as a comedian if you became a serial killer because you wanted a Netflix special. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I, mean, I wasn't going to yeah. get the Comedy Central special, so it just killed a couple people so that I could get my Netflix special. Yeah, I'm going to a competition after this, and I was going to say something like, yeah, if you guys don't pick me, I'm going to have to kill you. But it's like, that's the only way. Something it's like that. It's the only way you're going to get your Netflix yeah, special. Yeah, something like that. Something so, yeah. Um, I love that. I thought that was really cool. I think one of the things I wanted you to get into with Elon is like, I feel like he hides behind smoking weed and grinds oh. and giving his kid a dumbass like name yeah. so like the fact that that fools people is yeah. really interesting and I, i'm just curious if you want to talk more about that mm -hmm. um when you were talking about the murdering thing and how it's easier than comedy i feel like there's something with no matter what you can say your set killed <laughs> uh, yeah. that's good yeah. hi there uh your opening was great fantastic uh you're clearly very smart uh the um the uh, the content is so high concept, you know. There's a, a fair amount of yeah. explaining to do because you're smart. Clearly, obviously, uh, it. it um, I think there may be a need for just a little bit of yeah. more pause between. Okay. So I can yeah. just digest what you said because I'm like, because yeah. I'm not very smart. So I'm like, oh my <laughs> god. I'm like, what did she say? And so I'm trying to digest. Yeah. And it takes me about 
four or five more seconds to get the concept, and then I think your punchlines will be more effective. Should I just, cut the Elon stuff just quickly before I mess? No, no, it's good stuff. Like it. It's, it's all good. Okay. It's all good. I think just to just, just need to be a little bit of a gap okay, between, cool. just so I can swallow and, and digest. If you're when you're on stage and you're and you're going through it, uh, instead of saying uh, try to uh, omit that and just let that be silence, and it'll slow you down okay. enough where people yeah. can digest it. Yeah. If you just take out the us, because you're really well memorized. You know your stuff. The, it's the the small crowd very close is intimidating. I will yeah. say that. Okay. Yeah. Where are you Where are you performing later? I uh, uh, Lily Max in Sunnyvale. Oh, right on. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Have a great be. set. Thanks. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Sarah Guth. Yay! Yay! Um, apologies. Um, I when I'm blind and I was looking at it and I thought it said Dorian Trung, but it didn't. It's uh, he's new to the room. Everybody, put your hands together for Darren Busey. Hey, everybody. Mm -hmm. 